Hello everyone and welcome. This is Carlos and you're listening to the Digital Corner. Every Wednesday with my friend Slim, we will fuel your week with IT-related topics. We talk digitalization, supply chain, retail technologies and much more. Bringing our expertise to the table and sharing our perspective on how the world of digital transformation is moving. Enjoy our episodes and don't hesitate to share your thoughts with us in the comment section of your favorite podcast platform. What keeps us motivated? Your feedback. Hola Slim. Hola Carlos. ¿Qué tal? Muy bien. Here we come again. Here we go. One more episode. One more episode and you know today I think we should tackle a topic that is very very um you know in the i would say in the mood of times and uh, we're going to talk about inflation and i think uh, we're going to talk about the impact of inflation on retail planning and replenishment activities and how can technology help so you know it's very interesting to to understand the the implications how we can can do something about it and how you know customer behavior is changed because of inflation you know even for myself it's been a revelation just going grocery shopping and seeing that even for myself i'm changing habits and i'm i'm doing new things so maybe enlighten us a little bit about the importance of the topic and what what we can do about it exactly carlos and let's take um, uh, let's dig deeper into your change in behavior so tell me how your uh, how you change behavior when you go grocery shopping, for instance. What ha- what changed? I think it's 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 just the way I approach shopping in terms of um, you know restricting myself a little bit, giving myself a little less uh, leniency, and maybe being a little more sensitive on price than and and just being aware that I need to be a little more sensitive on price. Exactly. So uh, and let's think about it this way. I, I don't know uh, about you in terms of when you go and shopping for a specific uh, a product, category of products. I'm, I'm going to pick on, on cereals, for instance, right? Something I do, and from knowing you, I know we both cost-savvy people, right? Uh, what I found myself doing today is that when I go and shop for cereal, where I used to buy cereal from like known brands like the Kellogg's, the Nestle and whatnot, I found myself now looking more into the you know, the retailer-owned brand, right? Yeah. They're usually cheap. White label. White label, exactly. And, you know, that goes for, for, for cheese, that goes for cookies, that goes for, like, even toilet paper, right? We're, we're, be- we're changing our behaviors in terms of shopping. A- and the idea is that this behavior will translate into a nightmare when it comes to planning uh, and replenishment uh, for, for, for the people that are working for the retailer because, you know, th- they're stuck in terms of, like known brands probably will stay there uh, and there's you know and, and they found themselves with like uh, out of socks and in, in the and their white label uh, type of brands just to give you an idea i was actually reading an article this morning in, in the bbc and uh, the the ceo of aldi was saying that over the last 12 weeks aldi for whoever uh, don't know aldi is a discounter a grocery retailer a big big in in europe i think it's number of four now or five in in the UK. Over the last 12 weeks, Aldi gained 1.5 million new customers in the UK alone, right? Which which is important because they're, um, you know, a discount retailer, which already is going to drive more um, activity into the stores. And and of course, um, you know, just 
you know, predicting this increase in activity is a challenge, but then predicting inventory is even more complex. Exactly. So, you know, and let's let's kind of understand what are the impact and then what, what do we do about it, right? So um, let's forget about Aldi for a second and take any other retailer, right? And uh, how would that, um, how can they react to that change in customer behavior? Basically, what the retailer need to do is they need to detect that change in behavior very quickly. We use terms today like we call demand sensing. So the ability to sense that change in uh, demand and react to it very, very quickly. Um, now, if you are a retailer that have um, brand new, latest and greatest supply chain uh, solution that's very resilient, that's very modern, that rely on AI technology, that have the you know the control tower view, then you're probably ready or more equipped to deal with this, right? But if you're a retailer that's still relying on like legacy solutions or probably Excel files and whatnot, then you will have, you know, you'll struggle with that. And the idea here today is what we want to talk about is you don't necessarily need to go and buy that very expensive, you know, software package and that will take really time to implement and w will be a huge investment for you. There are probably ways you can deal with it uh, that are much cheaper and much quicker. Right. So uh, what you're basically saying is what um, happens over time in a you know, slow span of changing behavior nowadays has become like an instantaneous change and something that um, basically retailers need to react very, very quickly. And, and you know, and how the, the, the question is, how can technology help? Right. That's what we're trying to, to deal with. And, um, you know, I want to talk about it because it's something that we had to deal with like very, very recently. And, and uh, one of the ways uh, we helped uh, some of our customers uh, dealing with this is, uh, is at the end of the day, we need to give them the ability to do what if scenarios to be able to predict this behavior and to be able to see the impact of that change in behavior. Right. So. You know, we're talking about technology like using, you know, Microsoft Azure um, services, Google uh, Google Cloud services, like where with a pipeline that will include some uh, data processing, uh, some um, algorithms to do prediction, whether it's time series or machine learning, you can easily create uh, forecasts that are probably will not give you 95% accuracy, but will, will give you... Um, an accuracy that's acceptable enough to be able to react and see what the impact uh, of, of that change, right? The other um, aspect to that is, um, you know, seeing what's going to happen in terms of uh, your, your, uh, your, uh, your stock, right? And the impact in your, in your warehouse. And to, to deal with that, you need to have the end-to-end -end view. So you need to be able to know what your supplier capacity is because this, this white label brands, they're not like infinite capacity. You need to know what your supplier capacity is. You need to know what your storage capacity is, right? And you need to know what your logistics constraints and your price constraints are. And again, you don't have to do something fancy, but just using some available open source um, technology, you can create that control tower view without the fancy like UIs and whatnot, but that will give you enough the KPIs that you, you need in order to make better decisions and react and deal with these uh, inflation problems. 
Slim, just as a quick follow-up, because, you know, we're living in a world where uh, there is shortages, there's supply chain disruptions, and, you know, there's just not only inflation, but when we talk about inventory, there's all of this strain on the uh, supply chain. Um, what impact do you think does it have on assortment planning and, you know, just pure shelf management in, in grocery retailers, etc.? I mean, the, the impact is huge, like as a category manager, right? And you, what you're doing is you're kind of trying to decide in your category what type of, you know, entry type products you will have, like these white label probably products that you will have that are the lowest price. What type of like uh, high end type products you will have and what's in the middle, right? S so you will have to change that. You're probably going to have less high end uh, price type products than you used to. Right. Again, it all depends on the on the strategy of the retailer, how they want to be perceived in the market and um, what type of customers they want to bring into the stores. Yeah. The reality is today people are less and less loyal to, to, to brands and to, to retail names and they're just going with the price. They're very price sensitive and they think um, the customers will appreciate more how the retailer is helping them dealing with this with this problem with this you know this inflation problem uh then um then like you know having the best looking like uh, uh packaging and, and shelf, shelf. exactly I, I think you know if if i summarize because your aldi uh, you know example was very very convenient it's not only are we going to see the strains on our supply chain and shortages and, and strain on inventory but if also the people are not loyal to the supermarket or to the grocery uh, brands anymore and they switch around, means we're going to have a lot of new customers or a lot of leaving customers that are going to add to this uncertainty in the in the supply chain and in the demand at the end of the day. Uh, exactly. And, and the, the, the Aldi example is great because they're actually accepting this growth to continue. So they're talking about uh, like now they're doing 19% more sales uh, you know, if you compare same period year over year, right? And they're saying that this, the, the, they have not seen this since 2008, 2009, which is the last time we had a recession, right? And, and they're expecting this to grow. So they actually reacting and, and um, being ready for it. The problem is with the other retailers that have customers leaving and that need to figure out a way to actually keep them or bring in new customers, which is going to be, you know, much more challenging to, to deal with as a problem. So I guess if you have a technology solution, you know, I'll look forward to see it or at, at least it would be great to see uh, to see it in action. Anytime. Uh, again, uh, we would I would not have talked about it if we have not done it. Uh, this is feasible. It doesn't require a lot of time, doesn't require big investment, uh, just requires the will and the skills uh, to to really have have a, the, the means to make better decisions and to keep your customers. Super. Thank you so much. So interesting and really, I mean, so real in terms of the, the today's situation. Absolutely. Thanks, Carlos. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Digital Corner podcast with Carlos Slim, a production of Teamsoft in collaboration with 46. And until we meet in the next episode, make sure to follow our social media channels mentioned in the description.